Hello and welcome to The Inner Gamer, episode 137. We're your weekly dose of video game news, reviews, opinions, and discussions made for and by our listeners. My name is Brayton Oski. I'm Austin Morales. I'm Devin Duree. And I'm Luis Gonzalez, and I'm back again. Luis is back! Back again. Luis is back. Four weeks. Tell a friend. Anyways, today... Uh, today on the Inner Gamer, it's all about the games we played, being Sonic Mania, Hellblade, and Uncharted Lost Legacy. Gaming news includes Microsoft confirming a disgusting crossplay with Sony, Ubisoft reveals Anno 1800, HTC Vive drops in price, and some fun stuff from Splatoon. Also, our discussion this week is about GamesCon, QuakeCon 2017, all the fun stuff we saw, the stuff we heard, the big news, little news, and all the news in between. And with that, Brett, please cue the music. Welcome to August 29th, 2017. Welcome to the Intergamer Podcast. If you like what you hear, please head on over to iTunes and leave us a review or tell a friend. Now it's time for games we play this week. And we have what we promised last week, Sonic Mania. Devin didn't play it. I didn't play it. But I played it. You played it. And it was really cool. I was too busy preparing a D&D session. So you were, you were preparing a D&D session. Yeah. This guy, this guy's a DM for D&D. He likes playing D&D a lot, which is pretty awesome. But uh, I played Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania is out for the Switch and the PS4 and I think the Xbox and I think other things. Anyway, Sonic Mania is a game. It is what you think it is. It is Sonic back in full force. It is just like the Sonic of old. Yeah. I never played much old Sonic on like the Genesis or whatever other Sega it's consoles dumb. that they had. But I played a little bit at my friend's house and I had forgotten how much of Sonic was... You have to be fast. You yeah, have to that's be really fast. That's his whole thing, Brett. That's like the whole thing. Jesus, Brett. <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> I mean, you know, like there's there. Well, I'm so you like think about it though. Like look back at the history of like platformers. Everything is slow and mindful decisions that you have to make to get from point A to point B. Yeah, but not Sonic. World. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like I've been so like taken aback. Like there's nothing out there like Sonic. I feel like. That is all about the speed of the level. Like you have to just whiz through it as fast as possible. I mean, that's what Super Mario is. Yeah, but not as fast. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, because like but, that one, I can like stop for a second and jump around and think about what my next move is going to be. But in Super uh, in Sonic, like slowing down literally is a it hindrance. ruins everything. Yeah, oh, it ruins terrible. everything. Like I, I agree though. Yeah. In terms of games like Sonic, there there really isn't anything like it. I'd say Super Meat Boy is kind of like it. And That's that true. You have to be Super, super Fast. Yeah. yeah. That, that is a good Other example. than that, Sonic is one of a kind. Yeah. So this is a very cool game. It is very true to the franchise. It's extremely challenging, but there are... I didn't realize how many different paths you could take in a Sonic level. I don't know if this was yeah, like that back in the old enormous, days. Dude. Yeah, it's enormous, dude. That's man. how it's always been. I've gone through... I've played the beginning, the green zone at the very beginning, probably six or seven different times. And I've gone different pathways every single time. And I think that's so cool. And uh, the music's really good. The boss battles are really cool. And people that like Sonic, I want to have them play it because I've heard there's so many little nuggets of information that are there for Sonic fans. Like there's bonus 
hidden secret levels that are for Sonic fans of old. And there's um, different variations of the levels. And I don't remember any of the levels, so I just know them as what I'm playing in Sonic Mania. But apparently they took some levels and changed them up a little bit to yeah. make them better or just um, a little different so that people that have played everything before are getting something fresh and new. Hopefully they remove some of those shootback springs that would piss me off to high heaven. No, they're still no, there. They, they're still they're there. Not of a bitch. They pissed me there. off. The chemical plant zone has like three or four <laughs> on the first level. And I keep like, I'm like on this roll and all of a sudden, bam, it knocks me back. I'm like, damn it. Dude, like, casino world, man. Casino world. It. Dude, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, I, I heard that they did a lot of revamping and they also did, uh, they remixed everything. So there's some levels that lead into other levels that weren't supposed to be there before. Yeah. They kind of yeah. like copy pasted other stuff into new levels. Bosses just appear out of nowhere. It seems really fun. It's good. I mean, it's it's well worth the, what was it? I think it's either 20 or $30. But either way, whatever it is, I mean, it's still worth it because there's a lot of levels in there. I think there's five zones, I believe, and two or three acts in each one. There might be more than that. But there's also hidden stuff. And there's a lot of replayability because, like I said, there's different pathways you can take. So you can go back and one, beat your time, two, try to get more coins or more rings, and then um, uh, just use different methods. And... Um, it's it's a very fun game. The only thing I don't like is you can tell kind of the uh, the issues with the Nintendo Switch controller and how it doesn't have an actual D-pad. It's a little bit of a hindrance. I use a joystick for this, actually. But really? I feel like if I had the D-pad, an actual D-pad that's connected, it would be better. Yeah, dude. That was the biggest mistake on the Switch, and I believe. That damn D-pad, dude. I yeah. hate the buttons. I hate them. Yeah. When I played uh, Shovel Knight, I actually beat all of Shovel Knight, uh, nice. even the the expansions. But when I played with it, I'd have to use the joystick because, God, those buttons are terrible. They're just uh, so bad. Yeah. I'm glad you like it. So you said you've never really played Sonic games before? No, I mean, I played a little bit at my friend's house. He had a Sega Genesis, so uh, we would play some at his place, but I never owned a Sega console, so I never got exposed to I played at the same the place you did, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, it's have you good. played with? Um, I know they have different characters that you can play. Have you played with Tails and Knuckles yet? No, I have. Uh, I have Tails that like runs around with me, and I can use Tails to assist me in certain areas. So, like you can, you're playing a Sonic, and you can jump up and get on top of, or have uh, Knuckles or Tails pull you up higher. Um, yeah. you can utilize him for that. But I haven't played Knuckles yet, so. Dude, but, cool uh, man. Freaking yeah. man. Dig He's ditch delay. Man. It's a dig. It's a dig. It's good. Definitely a dig. I really like it. How much is it? Uh, I think it's. I want to say it's. It's in between twenty and thirty dollars. It's okay. fine. It's in that range. All right, so fine. It's good. Yeah, it's fine. Actually, I think it's twenty. I think it's flat twenty. Yeah, or nineteen ninety nine. So hmm. it's worth it. worth it. It's worth it. Cool. So anyway, Austin, you played some Hellblade. Yes, I've been trying to get through this game for some time. It's actually, uh, I put eight hours into it. Yeah. But uh, basically, you're this. Girl who goes to save her 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 love, which is this guy who you kind of just find out pretty quickly on that he's dead, and he's she's trying to to find him by going to like this other island where these people came from and murdered her town. Uh, it's kind of convoluted because it's all very cryptic the, all the whole way through. Like, yeah, it's really kind of hard to pinpoint. The actual factual facts of the story. Yeah. And so she has psychosis. Right. She's insane. And she's trying to like 
battle herself, battle her own sanity, and trying to like accomplish this task while fighting these dudes. What are these dudes? <laughs> well, like monster demon thing. Yeah, I mean they're kind of like in her mind. Yeah. So I, it's kind of hard to put the story together because I know she ta- she fights these dudes, but it's kind of like these dudes are in her mind, these enemies that she attacks. So I I try to relate that to like what is she going through and what do they symbolize yeah. throughout the whole story because, I mean, the whole story is it's 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 basically a glorified third person walking simulator, right? Which early on really had me. I, I I didn't think I was gonna like this game as much as the trailers really told the story as like this really cool, you know, indie uh indie game with this triple A story. But um as I move forward it actually got it got a lot better. Like you walk around third person with and then you come into some there's some fighting moments with the sword, which is the, the mechanics for that is pretty simple, and then you go and to progress through levels, you have to like find these ruins that are in the world, and so you use the world to traverse. And um, early on, you get this really you, you I forget the name of the 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 enemy, but there's a portal. He has portals, so you walk around this like arch made of wood and and trees and bones and stuff. And when you look through it the world changes. So like when there's a wall, if you look past it, then there's no more wall. So you walk through these portals and I thought that was cool. Like one of the coolest mechanics of this whole game, walking through it. Like, And that was something that progressively, uh, that you, it doesn't start off like that, but you find those throughout the game and it's like super interesting gameplay yeah. for something so simple as just, you know, third person walking simulator. Yeah. So That's crazy. But, Can you, uh, so what I've heard about the game is that you, you kind of mentioned it already. Is that this this uh, what her, is her name Senua? Is that her? Yeah, yeah Senua, Senua. Senua. Titular character's name. Right. So Senua, I, uh, she's psychotic, right? She's she's got something. Uh, she's got some mental issues. Oh yeah. Uh, the first thing that I keep hearing, and then I've kind of seen screenshot of screenshots of, is the first credit that they gave in the entire game is to like the chief psychologist yes. of the whole game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think this is very interesting. I don't know enough about it, and I kind of want to hear your opinions on it. But how does this handle like the the actual issues of? Uh, uh, people with mental disabilities and uh, psychosis, and you know, people who are in mental institutions and stuff like that. Is it does it comment on it pretty directly, or is it all just kind of indirectly through the experiences she has and the people she maybe I don't know hallucinates about? I I think if you came into this game not knowing anything about it, besides like this is a story of this girl trying to save her loved one, like I don't think it, you would get that. You don't think it would resonate. I mean, I think you realize there's something wrong with her, and some of this stuff is in her mind. But I mean, I think you get that from other games as well. I mean, this is pretty, you know, hardcore. Like this is in your mind. But yeah. um, I mean, be, me being, you know, a firefighter and a paramedic, like I've seen some of this stuff with people. So, and then diving in and kind of understanding like where this game is trying to take its point of view from is, like you said, it's very interesting and. Um, Knowing that background for this game just makes this game so much better. Yeah, because it's really cool. Because you're trying to figure out like I, when I when I view a story or anything like I try to get in the character's head as much as possible to like, especially RPGs when you have a choice of like what do you want to say? It's like well what would the character want to say type thing, 
And so trying to figure out what's real and what's not in this game is like super mind-boggling. Because you get like conflicting messages and stuff from the different voices in your head. Oh, yeah. Points, yeah. right? So yeah. super early on, like you already have these these girls, three different voices talking to you, telling you different stuff, like kind of putting you down. Yeah. And it's almost like, you know, your inner consciousness where like if you're not sure about something, you put yourself down, you're like, oh, I'm not good at this. I shouldn't do this. I'm really afraid right now. I'm really nervous, yeah. that kind of thing. But um progresses to when you're in battle these voices are like oh behind you and so like you know the dodge right or it's like oh she's gonna die she's gonna die like when you get hit and you get down there's like this moment of like you know you hit the hit two buttons to throw yourself back up or you could literally die and the guys the women are like oh she's done it she's gonna die she's bleeding this is it it's over and it's just this so so does that particular mechanic of the voices that are that are constantly talking to you does that as that particular feature tense you up when you're playing the game and oh, yeah. you like, re- like oh, yeah. rev your heart up. I mean, whether there's like nothing going on, you just hear all these voices going on. Does mm-hmm. it just like make you really uncomfortable? And at, at some points, yes. Yeah. Uh, other points, no. Yeah. Uh, for me, I just put it, I kind of just put it in the, it was just background noise at some point because yeah. some of the stuff they say, I don't think it's that great, but uh, I could see like, I mean, it's for the character mostly, yeah. but there are some key moments where you're just like, God dang, this is, this is really creepy. It's intense. Yeah. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff I'd been hearing. It seems like they did a lot of research on how someone with a condition like that might actually see those situations, which is why I asked. And I had no idea that people would be in your ear like that, Jiminy Cricket style, telling you shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, if that's you know, how people... Jiminy Cricket wasn't a crazy motherfucker. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if that's how uh, you know people with this disorder he- hear on a daily basis, like that uh-huh. is... I mean, yeah, that that'd make me go insane too. So, but is, what is she like? Is it like multiple personality? Is she schizophrenic? Like, what exactly? You see, is, I I I couldn't put that together. It. You know, yeah. I mean, it's a, I feel like it's a little bit of everything. I mean, she definitely yeah. has multiple personality disorder within her head, and I you see that come out a few times. I won't go into that because I feel like it's yeah pretty uh pretty good plot points. But uh, yeah, like. Putting putting the story together is tough, but the yeah. experience alone, after you get past the first like hour, hour and a half, um, it gets it gets going. Yeah. It gets going. There's just awesome. one really awesome level towards the end where you literally go into hell. But I'm assuming it's obviously in your mind. Yeah, she didn't mm-hmm. really go to hell. Well, you start off with these cliffs, and as you get deeper into this cavern, like the the walls start closing in on you more and more. Oh, and so there's people there, like dead bodies. They look like they're all burned up. And as you get further and further, hands are in the wall and they're trying to grab you. So you're like, oh, oh shit. And then it gets to this point where like you kind of see it's not really a field, but it's all very linear. So yeah. you kind of get to this open area where you know you're going to fight and this music comes up and you're just fighting these dudes and, you know, you're, you can block them and um, you can. There's a really cool mechanic where you can charge them and then jump up and then stab them in the air. Yeah. And so like there's this really great moment where. She's at a low point, but with this, you can see she's building herself up. She's like, no, I'm not going to die today. And just ah, fighting, fighting the music and that climactic. You know what this kind of reminds me of a little bit? It's not the same, but it's very similar. And like what I'm thinking of is Alan Wake. I was just thinking Alan, Alan Wake. Wake has a, had a lot of that kind of, um, you know, you don't know what's really out there and you kind of, you're kind of mm-hmm. losing your mind well, a little and, bit in and that. It's that, so. you know, they've said that, you know, the, greatest fear of man is fear of the unknown right and i think a lot of like for suspenseful stuff like this or horror genres or whatever it's all about reflective uh attitudes towards your own sins and i mm. think something like this really 
resonates with a lot of that psychosis oh, yeah. and that that struggle of can I can I overcome this obstacle? Can I can I best myself in my own head kind of thing? It's not necessarily the enemy you're facing so much as yourself. Right. And that's I think cool, I man. think that's a lot of that in this game, but it's hard to pinpoint where exactly you're battling and <laughs> yourself and when you when you're battling where does the battle begin i mean i think it's all battling yourself but it's like when you're battling that demon that you're trying to get out and when are you just hurting yourself yeah because there's a lot of blurred lines like that like you'll you know you'll fight something and you know towards the end of the game you're all cut up and stuff and it's like have you just been cutting yourself this whole it's time? Like a, you know? Yeah, it's like a metaphor of right. something else, maybe. Exactly. I, mean, yeah. I, I want to play this so bad now because it's it's, it seems like there's so much. I like games that make you think, and this seems like it's one of those games that really makes you think a lot. And I also heard there's there's no HUD or UI to this game at all, right? Mm-hmm. How was that? I mean, obviously, I feel like Great. that immerses you more into the game, but did oh, you yeah. ever find any... Very cinematic gameplay hindrances and that you couldn't advance because you just didn't know what to do or uh, was the, it pretty good to guide you with the world yeah it's pretty good okay it's pretty good to guide. yeah maybe like a few times i was like i don't know what i'm doing right now yeah but yeah you find it out man it, it's man. worth it it's a dig you should get it the cutscenes are amazing too and they really dive into this character oh one final point yeah the voice actress who did this was actually the the vlog editor for the company and then they, they used her as like reference and eventually they're like you know what you just be Sinoa. Yeah. she was like okay and so it's amazing you have this non-actor acting out these very deep emotional scenes that are i'm sure physically demanding and emotionally yeah. demanding and i'm just blown away like wow you, that's awesome man you, you don't you don't see that very often yeah. so well, it's like when we had the see if these guys on they were talking about how a lot of their people that they use for for acting Oh um, yeah, yeah, we're in the company at Rare, yeah. you know. And that's that. That's Th- those yeah, are great moments. It's interesting that they they do stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it definitely makes it easier nice. for business and stuff. So it makes awesome. it real with this character. Dig well, so, um, very buy cool. it. Last game we have to talk about. This is a big one. Well, we have a lot of big ones, but this is well, a all big exciting ones. big one. Uncharted: The Lost Legacy hey. is here. It just came out last week. And I think we almost all have played it and are thoroughly enjoying it. Um, Louise, I'll let you start off with this and share your thoughts on what you think of Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Yeah, man. So I have played all of the Uncharted's now. I haven't finished this one, but I think this one is great. I mean, it's the Uncharted formula is something that hasn't really needed to change much. But it's always been one of those series that welcomes small changes, and I think The Lost Legacy handles those pretty well. Uh, first off, it's no longer Nathan Drake. It's uh, Chloe and Nadine, so two supporting characters, strong um, uh, women from you know the series before. And uh, I think the, the dichotomy between the two and sort of their relationship is interesting in itself because you never really see them uh, in the, the core game which uh, I think helps this game kind of progress forward. But on top of that, I mean, the engine that Uncharted uses, it's just it's really just more Uncharted, right? Yeah. They added in a couple more things, more guns. Uh, they added in uh, lockpicking. Yeah. Very the cover simple lockpicking. <laughs> yeah, very simple lockpicking. And it's all just, it's part of the experience, right? right? It's not meant to be intense. Like, it's nah. that's never really been Uncharted, right? Uh, still the same cutscenes. The They still have the little swingy rope thingy. 
you still slide down shit. Like it's all, it's still uncharted, but at the same time, like it's still uncharted. It's yeah. still gorgeous. It's still very tight and focused. Climbing is still climbing. And uh, in that way, yeah, it's the same thing. But like I said, the, the Lost Legacy introduces a couple of small things that I think make the series better. And Brett, you've probably played the most. Uh, would you kind of say the same thing? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's if you liked Uncharted 4, this is more Uncharted 4, but with a completely different story, which I think is really what makes it um, unique and different. And, you know, people have balked at the, the price point being $40 and stuff like that. I think it's well worth the $40 because it is... I played I agree. five hours of this game almost already, and I'm not even... I think I'm about halfway there. Um, so, it's. I mean, it's probably going to be an 8 to 10-hour game experience. It's totally worth mm-hmm. it. And the... Chloe to me was one of my favorite supporting characters in the entire series. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I really, I mean, I love, you know, Sam was cool. Soli is like my second favorite probably, but Chloe to Always. me as a, just, she was, she was like the complete opposite of Nathan Drake in a way, because, you know, Nathan Drake's really like free willing, like let's, let's have fun with this while still doing these really intense, serious things. And she was completely serious and, didn't take any shits and was like all about, you know, being, she's a, she's a badass basically. Yeah. And, uh, she, it, this, this definitely changes her character a little bit, which I like in that they show a more human side of her before it was mm-hmm. like, they, they made her more vulnerable in mm-hmm. this one. And I think that's, what's really interesting. And then also seeing Nadine from not an antagonist, but as a character that you have to work with. And then mm-hmm. seeing her reasoning behind why she did what she did in Uncharted Four, and you know they 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 piece everything together in the whole Uncharted world in this, which mm-hmm. I think is really awesome. And I'm hoping they continue this kind of thing going forward with taking this world that they've developed and expanding it out and explaining different pieces and stuff that viewers didn't know about outside of Nathan Drake's story. Yeah, and I think it's actually very interesting that you bring that up because. First off, Chloe and Nadine was never a thing in Uncharted. They were never, I don't even think they crossed paths at any no. point. But Soli and Sam Drake have crossed paths. And at the end of Uncharted 4, there was sort of a cliffhanger there as to what they were going to keep doing. Right. So it's possible that you could play as Soli or play as Sam in the future and kind of explore that relationship in, in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. And I think what works very well with Chloe and Nadine in particular is that this Uncharted is the first that kind of introduced open areas. So the ability to actually kind of explore at your own pace and you know get into encounters at your own pace and find little collectibles uh, on your own. And it helps because now Chloe and Nadine have reasons to keep speaking because they're driving around everywhere right. and they're walking together. So you get these these little bits and pieces of, of their relationship, but uh, kind of getting into what's not so great about it is you don't really know too much about it to begin with. Yeah, that was what was my first negative until I got through the big huge open area part was that when they introduced you they kind of thrust you into here you're with chloe you're playing chloe you're with nadine you're in this foreign place you don't really know why you're here other than you're trying to find this thing and when you do encounter each other there isn't much background to why these two are working together and I was like, man, I, I wish I knew more of this story, like who this antagonist is, who this is. And all that was kind of just thrown together. But then once you get in the open world and you start traveling around and exploring and when you have the opportunity to explore, make sure you do take the time to explore. Because 
although sometimes you may not get any cool reward out of it, what you do get is additional story beats that you wouldn't otherwise have gotten had you not gone on this path, I think. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a reward all on its own. Yeah. Like a narrative reward is, is still a reward. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's some little, little nuggets of things that they introduce that explain not only their relationship, but I mean, there's this whole backstory of like Chloe and her father and they have, there's a connection there that they're building up that I didn't both, know. Both of them have daddy thing. issues. Yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> dads are dicks. I didn't realize that that was this big of a part of them. Right. And right. That's, that's really cool. So, so um, I don't know if it's just me. I mean, I think we all loved Uncharted Four yeah. or the Uncharted series. Right. I forgot how much I love Uncharted gameplay. Like this, <laughs> it was just amazing. Like I want to go it's back tight, and dude. get it's Uncharted so Four. Super tight. Yeah. Wait, you've never played Uncharted Four? No, I did, but I sold it back, oh, and now it. I want to oh. go back and play it. Yeah. Yeah. I I played it again because of my PS4 Pro. Oh my God, it's so oh, beautiful. I bet it looks great. It does. Uh, when looking at this game, and especially in the gameplay aspect, I forget like third-person shooters can be very, very tight. I mean, yeah, we play PUBG, and it's not like the most, uh, you know, fluent game if you could call it that. But like Metal Gear right. Solid Five, Uncharted Three, Four, like they're just awesome, awesome gameplay-wise. Even the cover system works well, and it's actually gets me pretty excited for The Last of Us Two because a lot of this is going to be The Last of Us Two, except in decrepit you know, Texas or wherever the hell they are. I think they're in Oregon this time. Yeah. Right. Kind of exciting, man. Oh but yeah. Even then this is kind of unfortunate because I think the environments are really pretty and nice, but I think the open world and just the environments in general are going to get repetitive at this point. Like it's just kind of, you know, open field and grass. And I feel like all of that was already shown to us in Madagascar and Uncharted 4. Right. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to kind of find, the little bits and pieces that are different. And I feel like that's just kind of, I say pretentious, but I mean, I feel, I feel like we're spoiled in that way. Right. Because Uncharted 4 is beautiful. This game is super gorgeous. My favorite scenes so far have been walking through the slums of India at the very beginning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because those are moments that you don't really see in Uncharted games because you're never really in those positions, except maybe at the beginning of Uncharted 3, I want to say, when you're fighting in the bar, unless right. that was Uncharted 4. So I I I really appreciate those things, but at this exact moment I'm only one chapter four. Yeah. I think you said you can spend about five hours in just that chapter. Yeah, basically. I think it does get some get a little bit repetitive. I also I, uh, I thought it was interesting when you are going through those slums. Remember how when they showed the initial teaser of what this game was gonna be and then they had Chloe in the hood? The entire time for that first bit. Oh yeah, and, and then in the game, there is no hood. Out. But I mean, that was intentional for the trailer and right, stuff like right. that. But I, I was like, man, where's her hood? When is she gonna put her hood on? There's no hood. I Why thought, is she not getting? I a thought hood that on was it? gonna be a mechanic for yeah. that level. I thought could, so like, too. Take it I was off, like, how do I do this? That would have been cool. That was so cool. But uh, that was interesting. I mean, I, I think that's just clever to them that they that's that was an intentional decision for the right, trailer to right. hide her under hood so you didn't know who this character was. You didn't know what this game was. So. Um, Side yeah, note about pretty. the open open Madagascar part. <laughs> it's so refreshing coming off of Hellblade because yeah. that's so linear. And then I have this whole area to play in. I can yeah. shoot people and jump on stuff. I was like, yeah, this is amazing. It's like <laughs> it's like being a kid again. Awesome. That's well, great, man. Dig? Everybody yeah, agree? Yeah, I we think this is, if you love Uncharted, this is just yeah. get this. Yeah. You shouldn't hold back. Worth Uncharted, like, honest, worth $40. Yeah, exactly. Uncharted is is unmatched. It's just so awesome. And the story is so good, too. It's just perfect. Super dig. Very cool. Super dig for me. 
So you guys think forty bucks steal? Are they going to come out? They they need they need to do more things with this engine that they have. I want a prequel with Sully. Please, please. This is this is me trying to figure out a puzzle. Our post Uncharted Four, dude, Sully and Sam would be good. Oh, please, just or like or Little Drake when he's. I mean, you can't kill people though, so you'll have to use a slingshot or something. That's probably why they haven't done that. But I guess that's what the movie's for. Right. Anyway. Awesome. Yeah. Exciting stuff. Well, that's going to be it for our games this week. Stay tuned for our next segment when we talk about our video game news. You're listening to The Inner Gamer. Welcome back. It's time for our video game news. With me today, I have the Dorianator. Fuck off. And Fuck. You don't have anything for Austin. Guy. You just stare at him stupidly. And then we have the Gons, <laughs> They used to call uh, me Guns in high school. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's actually kind of cool. Some Guns, I'm like, yeah, I don't even have It's not too bad. <laughs> you got oh hair. Oh, my gosh. No, not oh. even that. Oh. Wow. So in this segment, we share the best headlines from the week in the gaming industry, and we have a lot to talk about. We are going to be saving the Gamescom for our discussion topic. So if you guys want to hear all the Gamescom news, stick around for our discussion topic. But first, <laughs> I, th- I thought you were going to say, if you want to hear the Gamescom news, well, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Why would we say that to our listeners? Uh, you want to hear it? Thought- it's too fucking bad. <laughs> it's too bad. It's too bad. So... First article we have to talk about is uh, this thing of crossplay. I'm sure you guys are aware of this. There's this Microsoft thing, and then there's this PlayStation Sony thing, and they can't play together, and it's really sad. And there's people like Devin who play on the Xbox, and there's people like Louise who play on the PlayStation, and there's people like me who I play too many consoles and games, <laughs> and I should probably not spend that much money, but I do. And but then I can't play with my friends that have like the specific console. Microsoft has finally come out and confirmed that Sony is listening to them and they are discussing crossplay for the platforms. So while I want to be optimistic about what this headline is saying to me, yes, I have a feeling it's just Microsoft saying we're talking to them, but doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> it's like they probably send them an email and we're like, hey, you want to do crossplay? And then they just reported on it. They're like, we're talking to them. Yeah, Microsoft's probably just saying that because they realize they don't have any games. So they're like, well, if you buy a Microsoft Xbox One, you can't eventually play with your PlayStation buddies. Stop being so negative. Remember, we talked about this last week. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just it's giving gonna be, a hard It's going to be time. But, just give it um, time. I th- I think that the answer is always time. The answer is always time. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so they confirmed that they're talking to each other, which is kind of cool because they did uh, come out and say, "Well, this isn't related to that." But on the terms of crossplay, mm-hmm. Sea of Thieves did come out and announce last week that they are going to be doing crossplay between Xbox and PC. So that's an interesting thing, and they've been we've been doing a lot of that. So Microsoft was pushing to merge the console and the PC space together, and now they're working hard to merge the console and console spaces together, which is even more interesting and exciting. So I, I like that they're pushing for that um, device independent nature of gaming so that it doesn't matter what device you own. You just need to get games that you're going to like to play and you can play with everybody and you don't have to like choose sides and have these console wars. Sides have been chosen. It doesn't matter. Oh, what side are you on? PlayStation. Uh, Master Race. Uh, 
I'm actually still on the Sega side, so <laughs> I really think the Dreamcast is going to pull it out, guys. So right. um, what about the real know. console war, Nintendo versus Sega. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if you're Sonic aware, but uh, it's 20, 2017. You know, it's not uh, what Sega like. 1900. This joke would have been a lot funnier if you actually had the fucking year instead of I know, like a dumbass. Terrible, terrible. Yeah, trash. Trash. Right. Um, well, speaking of old times, uh, Ubisoft reveals a new Anno game, and I don't know if you guys have ever played the Anno games before. I haven't. I heard of them. Yeah, so they're they're like really cool RTSE kind of city builder types of games, and they're always in the future. And then they just came out and like threw a curveball and said, "We're making Anno 1800." And that is the thing that's coming out. So they're going back in the past. And fun fact, Anno's games always have four digits, and those digits always equal nine if you add them together. What? So eight plus one plus zero plus zero is nine. And if you look at the other old titles, in some way they come to equate nine, which I think is really interesting. I heard that. Fun fact, trivia. Trivia today. <laughs> if you're if you're at a trivia night, that's going to come up, and you'll now know. Okay. Yay, um, one point for my team. So, has anybody played Anno? Mm. Nope. Nope. Okay. Never heard of it. You never heard of Sim City two- No, never heard of it, actually. If Man. it's not SimCity 2000 or Roller Coaster Tycoon, never played it. Uh, Tropico, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. Never heard of it. What? What? Oh, man. You are missing out on a lot. Well, this is, I mean, it's a city builder kind of game, but you manage, you do more than just city building. You manage, it's kind of like a planet coaster, but with a whole entire city simulate, simula- simulation. So it's very similar to like SimCity and stuff like that. So when SimCity came out, people played Anno instead because it was a better version of SimCity because the last SimCity was kind of trash. Huh. But yeah. So anyway, I'm going to move on from that article because I feel like I'm the only one excited about that. You are. <laughs> Glad you saw that. All right. Glad so, that came across. Who's a Oculus fan? I mean, I guess you. Who, who's a who's a virtual reality fan in general? I mean, we're Me. all we all we're uh, all VR fans. Are you an HTC Vive fan, Austin? Oh hell yeah, I am. So you know yeah. the HTC Vive that you bought? That's yeah. like yeah, eight hundred dollars. Yeah, it was like dollars. Yeah, about nine hundred bucks. They just dropped their price two hundred uh, bucks. Damn. damn. Yeah. Dang. So what do you, I mean, this is this is a good thing. Oculus Rift just dropped their price down to three ninety nine with mm-hmm. the touch controllers. Mm-hmm. Now you can get a Vive for five ninety nine with their touch controllers. So it's pretty sweet. Suddenly, yeah. it's more accessible to get VR. How do you guys feel about this? Oh, it's great. I mean, they may not they may be losing money as far as the apparatus goes, but fuck, what what console hasn't lost money with its with its <laughs> consoles or yeah with its hardware yeah that's true but with more people being able to play games that's freaking great especially with the fact that we've gotten confirmation of all these other like triple a titles going to vr between doom uh fallout 4 right which all of those have been dated for this year which is really exciting what? We'll chat about that later on so i kind of gotten off this vr train yeah, we haven't been as gung-ho on the VR. We kind of went from VR to Switch, and that was like our big train. And now we haven't discussed the VR stuff. But there's been a lot of VR things happening. It just hasn't made the news as much as other things have. So many good games coming out, and they're not. none of them are on VR. Yeah. That's just what it is. Well, I, I don't know if we talked about this one because I haven't been on the cast in a few weeks. Have we played Lone Echo yet? 
We have not. No. Is that on apparently, PSVR? Uh, I think it's only on Vive and Oculus, but oh, apparently okay. Lone Echo is like the VR game, like the best one ever. I, I remember said, seeing about it. Oh, that I, said, I heard about this. That said, I think the price drop is both a good and bad thing. Okay. Because I think what that means is, well, one, VR is not selling well. Two, right. something new is coming out soon. Ah, uh, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. We, it's might, only on we Oculus. might see an HTC Vive too. Lone Echo is only on Oculus. Oh, really? I don't know. They need to make it smaller. More reason to buy the Oculus. Easier to set up. Cause I I did this the other day. Me and Travis were going to play Arizona Sunshine because it's multiplayer, and they said they fixed the multiplayer. When before, if you and a friend jumped in, the way that, that the information travels from the server back to the the person who's not in, who did, who did not create the lobby, complete lag. There's no way to play. Everything is so choppy. It's got to be at least like 10 frames a second. I got an answer for that. What? Oculus Rift. Exactly. So It's like flawless. Yeah. It's so good. Well, uh, have you tried on Arizona Sunshine? Yes. No, you haven't. With no, two I people? Haven't. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> but no, I mean like the ones when they browse it to touch controllers, that um, uh, De- Dead and Bloated or whatever that game was called that was a four-player either co-op or against each other game. And then they had the... Uh, the one by Insomniac, the magic spells. I can't remember the name of it right now, but that was a fun game. That was multiplayer. Right. And that was fast and like quick, quick action. And it, it worked really solid. There wasn't any like latency or lag issues and stuff like that. So that was a promising thing, but it is, it is hard. It's hard to make a good multiplayer experience because there's so much more expectation for frame rate. Right. Um, Exactly. You have to reach Uh, that 60 frames. Yeah. 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 There's so much more I want to say on this. I'm not going to say it here, though. Okay. It's too much. We'll have a discussion to talk about it sometime. But yeah, so HTC Vive dropped the price. Um, so that's, I mean, if you guys have been looking to get VR, been interested in VR, um, they're more accessible now. You just need a PC that can that right. can run it. Right. Um, yep. That's so, the big uh, drawback. But yeah. VR is pretty freaking awesome if you find the right experiences. Hell yeah. Robo Recall, man. That's, that that's that is where it's at right there. That is some good stuff. Um. So Splatoon two, everybody playing Splatoon? Oh no, yeah, it? yeah, uh, yeah. I love Splatoon two. So they're releasing some that new sarcasm stuff. right here. No, I fucking love that yeah. game. Yeah, are you excited about the bubble <laughs> blower? You ready to blow bubbles? Look how bubbly that looks! Look at all the bubbles. You ready to blow them bubbles? I guess. So they have a new bubble blower that's coming out. That's a gun that shoots bubbles, and you shoot the bubbles, and you can switch to like another. I guess it's. I think you have another gun you can shoot. You can switch to. That when you shoot the bubbles, they pop and like spread paint everywhere. So they can kind of be like timed attack bombs. Yeah, so if you have a group cool. of people, you throw the bubbles out there and then pop them and it blows up around them and kills like a group of people. Um, it's an interesting ordnance gun. weaponry. Yes. Dualies for life. Dualies for life. You're Man, the kind of player cool. I hate. <laughs> <laughs> just hates you. Hate so you're, not, you're not even splattering the ground. You're just looking to kill other people. They, they also released Works a pretty well. new wow. map. That is on a ship, and it looks really, really nice. It is called Manta Maria, and it's a boat arena that will come out. It came out yesterday, actually. So when you guys listen to this, it's already here. And there's also a new Salmon Run stage. So if you guys play co-op when it's actually available to play Salmon Run co-op, you know, when they announce the little video screens at the beginning and tell you, like, hey, never, I never stuff. watched that. Press A, press A, press A, press A, <laughs> yeah. press A. Then you'll well, find out. Screw all that stuff. But did you guys watch this trailer for the Splatoon 2 I, update? I'm watching it right now. Yeah, the, the guy that is narrating for this 
like the new updates, they need to have somebody teach them how to do video for it's kind of like watching that Switch press conference when they announced the Switch press conference. And it was just it was really tough to watch at some points because of how corny they were. It's like, definitely cringeworthy. <laughs> this this guy is a little cringeworthy when he's explaining and he is going at like piece by piece, like not telling you the the key points, just saying, and now we have a new map. And this map is going to look like this and it will do this and this and this. <laughs> and here is what else we will have in this update. And just explaining every little patch note. Hmm. Typical Nintendo. I mean, you, I mean, a, you have a comment? I guess it's better than. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, actually. Chicka chicka chow. Chicka chicka chow. Yeah, that's all I ever hear. <laughs> that's that, that's that's annoying. In my nightmares. <laughs> well, it's not Cthulhu. It's uh, Splatoon. Splatoon Thulu. Splatoon Thulu. That, that was that was dumb. Sorry, that was dumb. Moving on. So Splatoon Two is coming out. So last article we have. This is a little bonus article with Brink. Did you guys ever play Brink? Way back when, oh, when yeah. it came yeah, out. Yeah, but I was I game. was looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. It had a lot of promise, and when it came out, it wasn't received very well. And it's been out for a long time. I think it came out, it's been like three or four years since it came out. And Bethesda just randomly decided to make it free. And uh, Pete Hines, the vice president of marketing for uh, Bethesda, who I actually met this weekend, which is really exciting, he said very nice, very nice. when asked why this went free on steam his response was why not it's around let's just make it free i mean if nobody's buying it why not just throw it out there and maybe they'll buy some dlc because they like it so yeah i don't see why not imagine if they did more of that with older games like rather than keeping a game on the market if it's a game that has a little i mean like we saw um gearbox do that with um uh, uh battleborn yeah that went free to play and you don't see many people do that with multiplayer games. Just like take it free to play and just see if you can get more people into it because it might be a good game. Um, but I just, think the closest you'll see is something like when Overwatch does a free to play weekend. Yeah. Well, Overwatch is, I mean, that's always been a, obviously a super successful game, but these things that aren't received as well for whatever reason, I mean, if you switch it to a free to play model, I've seen a lot of people have that success with switching to that model and making a, um, you know, finding ways to make money through a different pathway than by doing that. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. What are you guys watching over there? Sorry, I'm watching the Bring trailer. Oh my god! Like, I forgot what this. I, I remember the game. I just forgot like what it's all about. It's kind of it's kind of reminded me of a, a pre Overwatch hero shooter thing yeah it wasn't really Dark, but darker world, just a lot though. more like over the top with shirtless guys and wicked tattoos and yeah. explosions and it's michael bay infused and <laughs> just a bunch of hoodlums running around with guns and yeah basically explosions this is, blah, blah, blah. This is like when uh, parkour got really big like they're doing all of this parkour stuff oh i know and then it kind of died off yeah that's right i forgot it had the parkour stuff because yeah. mirror's edge had come out around that time i believe and people were all about that stuff and then they started just adding jump jet jetpacks to people's characters instead, and you could just jetpack and wall run around everywhere. So thanks, Call of Duty. 
Yep. Anyway, that's going to be it for our news this week. If there's something that we miss, or if you have something to share on one of the stories from this week, we want to hear from you guys at hello at theinnergamer.net. We will be taking a break and coming back with our discussion topic on Gamescom and QuakeCon of 2017. So stick around. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to The Inner Gamer. Hello, welcome everybody. Our discussion this week is going to be on Gamescom and QuakeCon 2017. If you guys are watching online on YouTube.com, you are watching the Inner Gamer podcast, and this is our discussion topic. I feel like an actual news reporter for the fact that you've given me actual paper to hang on welcome to. Welcome to have paper. The gaming news. This just in. Brett sucks. <laughs> Breaking I don't news. Have any paper. This is the, the Dorianator just. <laughs> Did you know, something shut up. stupid. Hurricane, oh shit. We haven't even given a shout out uh, to everyone affected by Hurricane Harvey. Yeah. Yes. Best wishes. Uh, best wishes. Holy crap. Yeah. That thing is a monster. Um, we're all Texas natives here. So anything happening right now uh, down south for us, our friends in Houston, there are some are affected up like in San Antonio and Austin and all that. So uh, best of luck, everybody. I hope everyone's okay. Yep. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, it's definitely been a crazy, crazy hurricane. Category four. Mm. Category four. Why is yeah. everything bigger in Texas? <laughs> even the even the, the natural disasters. disasters. Even disasters. Oh. Yes. Serious. Um, anyway, so last week we had two big things happen. QuakeCon went down here in Dallas-Fort Worth. We went to QuakeCon, so we're going to talk about that in the latter part of the discussion topic. In addition, we also had Gamescom, which takes place in Cologne, Germany. I probably mispronounced that, but... Mm. That's where it's at. Mm-hmm. So that is basically right. the second largest game industry convention, I feel like, in the United States, in the world. I mean, uh, E3 well, Gamescom is, is definitely the biggest one. Well, in like, terms of like announcements, like industry announcements, it's probably the second because it's rare that they ever announce new games there as much as they do at E3. Yeah, like, that makes sense. Yeah, in terms of size, yeah, definitely Gamescom is like the largest. I mean, there's... Tons of games to play, tons of things to do. It's huge attendance, but we should go. Um, yeah, we, we, we Austin's gonna go next year. At, <laughs> I'll, I'll own, go next year. Out of his own pocket, it'll be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Good, good <laughs> luck. Good luck flying out. <laughs> if you want to support us, take those. I say, go to yeah, go to Patreon and, and get all and those Patreon send it over. Phones. So, um, so anyway, Gamescom went down. There was a lot of announcements, not a lot of huge announcements necessarily, but mm. some interesting things that came through. So we're gonna start with the new. Big announcements, and then go down into just quickly run through all the new updates and things from basically recapping from E3, things that were announced there, and continued news from those um, announcements there. So first up, I'm going to start with uh, Age of Empires, because we have Age of Empires 4 that has officially been announced by Relic Entertainment, which is not Ensemble Studios, which I think is crazy. It's a little... A bit odd to hear that kind of news out of nowhere. I was listening to Game Informer's podcast yesterday, and they were talking with the guy that works for Ensemble Studios, and Microsoft basically let them go and was like, we're going to shut your studio down and not not shut it down, but... (laughs) Shut it down. Not use you guys anymore. They made Halo Wars, and then they've kind of not been there involved with Microsoft as much as they used Mm. to. Yeah, And then for Mm. some reason, they had Relic to take over Mm. that franchise because people are wanting more age of empires 
So Age of Empires Four was announced. There was Do a they? teaser trailer, not I mean, a lot. I'm okay, not having it. Yeah, you don't. You, you wait. Not having Age of Empires. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Yeah, I love Age of Empires. So you good. love Age of Empires? Oh, I've, I've, yeah. I had a good time with the back in the day playing Age of Empires. Absolutely. I had a great time back in the day too, but do we need it now? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think so. The answer is yes, Austin. Do we, audience? You always Let us need know something. in the comments below. You always need something. Tell Luis, him tell Luis. him that he's wrong, please. Yeah. Louise, and did I you play? A, uh Age of Empires, yes. Yeah. I think it's a good time for it to come out. Plus yeah. Company of Heroes is probably <laughs> one of the most foremost RTS games uh in the world right now. Yeah. yeah. It's Company of Heroes. Solid. Uh it's Solid. like your MOBAs and then uh StarCraft and Company of Heroes is right there. And, exactly. Um, yeah, I think Age of Empires will be fun. Awesome. And they also announced Age of Empires 2 and 3 remastered. So if you guys remember the old days of Age of Empires, they're bringing that back in a remastered form. So Sweet. we're basically going to see a lot of Age of Empires in the coming years. So um, as of right now, Age of Empires 4 is going to be, I think, winter of 2018. So that'll be sometime next year. But cool. that's pretty cool. Um, on the same note, we also have Tropical 6, which was announced. This is a game where you play mm -hmm. as a dictator on an island. Typically, yeah. they kind of center around Central America and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. But you are a dictator, and it's a city builder slash political simulator. What, so you, what a time to come out. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. But it's not like there's been islands. civil unrest here in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But um, have, did any of you guys ever play Tropico? Mm -mm. Get into that? Yeah? I've played one before, it's yeah. Which ones do you play? They're fun, dude. Uh, I think so good. I played the second one. Yeah, there's a second or third one. They're interesting. They have they they've kind of created their own subgenre within that city building art. It's almost like an RTS, almost like a city builder, um, almost to the point of like civilization, but not as intense. Yeah, and strategic. Yeah, it's, like, it's like a very relaxed Civ because Civ yeah. is the entire world and Tropico's an island. Yeah, it's still very very cool though. And now it's Archipelagos. Arch Multiple uh, archipelagos. Yeah, I probably pronounced that totally wrong. Archipelagos. <laughs> I was. Thank you so much, Louise. Archipelagos, really, motherfucker. Ooh, I mean, hey, don't Lego you like building Legos? Yeah, that was, that's a that's a great opportunity. If there was ever a series that Lego did, they could call it Archipelagos, and it's just all the islands of the world. You can build like Cuba and Legos and all this cool shit. Hey, I would buy that. It'd be amazing. Yeah, the tropical games are fun. I think if you were ever curious about Civ but didn't want to dive too much into it, Tropico's the perfect game to play because there's yeah. a level of city building. There's a level of diplom like diplomacy. Uh, there's also just a bunch of funny voice acting and silly. Oh, yeah, they, they, uh, that was going to be my thing is I, I like the, the, the Civ element to it, but there's also just a nice twinge of humor in there that's a lot of fun. So yeah. I, I think they're great. So this is one that I think is a shout out to Louise and Devin specifically, but Secret of Mana. It is a Super Nintendo game, right? Am I am I correct on that? You are that? correct. Yes. Secret of Mana. They are remaking Secret of Mana oh. 3D. Oh. Yeah. This was Wonderful. one of the coolest and most random announcements that PlayStation made. Yeah. But man, does it look pretty neat. It's I I'm not entirely sure and I can look at it right now, uh, but I think this is being made by the RPG factory. So Square Enix went and I think uh, you're right. Yep. Basically, bought up this little studio that makes old school RPGs. They're the ones who made um, uh, I Am Satsuna, and they're making a couple of other ones. I think they're also making that really cool uh, 2D, like 2.5D uh, RPG that everyone was up in arms about. Not up in arms about, but super excited about. 
uh, yeah, it's just the exact same game, same orchestra, all that kind of stuff in 3D. It's going to be super cool. It's, it's, it's going to be awesome crazy to being the in 3D. Vita? Do what? It's coming to the Vita. Yeah, it's coming to the Vita, which not, is not even the Switch. You don't see many of those. Well, it's a Sony. It's being published by Sony, so oh, okay. it's like their <laughs> yeah. But their it's coming thing. to Steam. Like that's that's pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. You gotta love the PC, man. Got it. Got to give it to the PC. So that's coming out in 2018. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 is getting a PC port in 2018, but there's also something really unique about this. They are bringing out uh, next week, actually, on August 31st, DLC for Final Fantasy, where they're bringing together the Final Fantasy world with Assassin's Creed. Don't yes. know how I feel about that. Assassin's Creed. So you play as the character Noctis, which I believe is the main character, correct? Yes, it, it is. He gets a hidden blade, and he's... <laughs> Dress in a cloak and can be an assassin within the final. Can you hear my universe. eyes rolling? Can you hear it? Can you physically hear my eyes it rolling? Looks, it looks kind of cool though. I mean, it, I, there's if you go check out the trailers, like it's it's interesting, but I don't understand why this is happening. So yeah, I hope the there's some kind of real like backing to what's why this is happening. But um, it's it's weird. It's different, but it's free DLC and it's for Final Fantasy, and you get to play. At least it's free. A little asset. Maybe it's like You're a way get to get like, what get you pay for. Assassin's Creed. So about five minutes of fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think even five. But go on. Yeah. So uh, there's another game. This is a new IP that was announced. Biomutant by yeah. THQ Nordic. That was a really interesting trailer. Yeah. Um, I it 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 kind of reminded me of um. Jack, uh, Jack and Daxter a yes. little bit, um, but also with just some real gritty, real. I'm gonna sound crazy. It's it felt a little Destiny, yeah, like interesting, like Jack and Daxter and Destiny, like had a weird, yeah, definitely some Jack child. and Daxter in there, and then yeah, De- Destiny, Destiny is just the art, just like yeah. some of the crazy outlandish art style. I don't know, right? To me, because the the main character is like a little rat or something. It. For me, when I first saw it, I'm like, dude, did Fievel just go fucking crazy or something? That oh, yeah. <laughs> he went real west, and he came back uh, real hard and, uh, you know, shooting people up with guns and stuff. But <laughs> he got this the is pi- by the... No, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, I was going to say, he got the, the Pickle Rick treatment. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, Pickle Rick! I finally finished that episode. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, but this is by the same studio that did Darksiders. Yes. So, uh, THQ Nordic... Nice. Nice. Was former I forgot who they formed. Probably just normally THQ, I guess. Uh, formal formerly THQ. It looks a lot like that game. It uh, someone I think it was you, Brett, who pointed out that the cover art looks like Horizon and like Far Cry Four mixed together. Yeah. Gameplay wise, it just looks like another Dark Siders type game with probably a bunch more uh, nuance. Um, I'm super excited for this game. I don't know at all what to expect, but I wish it was more stylized, like more artistic. Yeah. Less realistic. Did, did anyone say Rocket Raccoon? I mean, that's what no, it reminded me of. Did not. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. He didn't talk, so it's Still. not. Uh, I, I I think Rocket any, Raccoon, any, I think. Anything like that with a gun. Any small like, Mormon animal yeah. is always going to remind me of Rocket Raccoon. No, he he, he didn't Thank talk. God. And that's whole that's Rocket's deal. True, he's true. smarmy. He's witty. I, I, I agree with you. Okay. I, I, I did actually think that for a brief moment. And then it kind of faded away when I was like, oh, my gosh, this is Horizon Zero Dawn with an animal. 
It was it was a very strange I don't phenomenon. See it. But, but hey, you know yeah, what? exactly, yeah. But cool. uh so this is uh it also has some developers from uh Mad Max, the game, oh, and then nice. Just Cause. So yes. those guys okay. are working on this and right. so you might see some themes related to that. But yep. um melee shooter, action RPG, kind of those kinds of things. So that'll be that'll be interesting. Um this this one has got me kind of really pumped. Again, it's it's weird. There were so many what what is this city builder announcements and things that are like simulation like games. But Jurassic World Evolution. It's from the developers of Elite Dangerous Frontier, and they are making basically Planet Coaster, but Jurassic Park. I, I think that sounds so cool. Like you manage a park, Jurassic Park, but you have to like deal with dinosaurs breaking out and like ravaging. I was gonna say like it's like, like, like let's not make believe that this is a sim. This is a I'm gonna make a park and then just shoot a whole bunch of dinosaurs as they escape because yeah. that's inevitably what's gonna happen because the humans are dicks. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna you send all your forces first. to like stop the dinosaurs. Yeah, just gonna, just gonna get obliterated. We did yeah. good. That's crazy. <laughs> We pumped, we, we pumped a T-Rex <laughs> full of 557. It was an amazing day today. It, it, sound, it sounds really cool. So it's um, check out the trailer online. It could, online. Be, fun. It could be fun. It's interesting. Elite Dangerous makes, I mean, Elite Dangerous was a fantastic game. Frontier, they know what they're doing. This is such a left turn for them. And, um, I mean, people, this took people by surprise. They weren't expecting this thing to come uh, out. Yeah. And that's what we got. So cool. pretty cool. Um, Xbox One fans? They are making a Project Scorpio Day One Edition. Literally, it's branded Project Scorpio because people love that name so much. Why not make a console with Project dude, Scorpio? It's pretty on cool, it? dude. Yeah, it looks it's, sick. That's cool. It's got the green font and everything. It looks pretty cool, man. Yeah. Did you notice the subtle hints on the box art uh, to the original Xbox? Yeah. That, like the big Xbox X going on there. It looked like the case. And I'm then you so pull fine. It out I'm totally fine with that. Project Scorpio. Is that what you're gonna get? I might. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how much more is it? I don't know if it is anymore. I don't. I didn't look. It'd at the have price. to be. I mean, I'm sure it's, it's just, just a limited like a edition style. Yeah. 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 Just day one edition, but it's a uh, subtle cosmetic changes. But otherwise, it's the Xbox. Still the one. Xbox One. Yeah. Yeah. Um, last thing, Shenmue Three still is a th- still is a thing, guys. Good. They brought Apparently. out a trailer, very extended trailer, actually. Apparently, it sucked. Really? Yeah. People were not like liking the trailer. I think. Yeah, they're not liking the trailer as. And also not liking the fact that it's still not here. <laughs> I, th- I think I think that this looks like shit. I'm still not playing it. Like this is one of those things that they've been talking about <laughs> forever. And I mean, they brought that Kickstarter thing out. It just came then, out this last or uh, last year, three a year ago, right? No, I mean they've been talking about. It, I think like four or five years. But they did. They just put the Kickstarter, didn't they? No, last that year. was that's been a while. That was when they came out and Someone said that they me. were using money on top of Kickstarter. Right, right. Yeah. But then they put it up on Edit E3, and it like got funded within like three hours or something. I don't know. I don't know. Fact checking. I thought it was last E3. I could be wrong. Yeah. No, I mean, this is something that's been like in development for around five or six years, I think. Jeez. And I think they started a Kickstarter project, and then it ended up getting funded, and then they came out and said it was being published by a company so then people were like well why did i fund this game if it's actually getting a publisher backing it and so it was like independently backed by this people and then it got backed by a company and it's still not released yet and the trailer looks bad and the trailer looks bad. i saw the trailer it looked pretty bad (laughs) so what you're telling me is (laughs) 
There's not a whole lot going for it. There's still some fans. There's some fans out there that are really into Shenmue. And um, for them, they were ecstatic because they were like, they thought the game had died and now it's not dead. So that's a positive thing. You know, that's that's a good note for sure. But it could be dead. We don't it know. could be dead. We'll it see. could be dead. We don't know. Um, so that's the big announcements, which obviously, like, as I mentioned, like, they're not huge announcements, but there was a lot of content that came out. So now we're going to switch into updates and news that I think most of us are pretty pumped about we have some overwatch stuff we have some battlefield stuff things of that nature let's start with overwatch yeah there's three big things happening with overwatch mm -hmm. a new map yep mercy's getting overhauled changed completely and competitive changed. mode is getting completely changed so yeah, can y'all help me with the mercy thing i heard about it and I know uh the the revival is going away instead the revive ult so the, like where you can revive an entire team yeah and revive ult. it's gone yeah Hayden Stabnisht. No, it's no longer that. It's she's gonna pull out her pistol and she's uh she's gonna click until the clip goes to empty. Like it's it's, it's this super power up. She's got like berserk, a berserk flying everywhere. She can fly shooting now, everything. Completely. Yeah. So yeah. this is basically the hunters from Destiny. Maybe <laughs> a little bit. Okay. So the revive is still there, but it's transitioning into an ability that has a oh. long cooldown. So rather than being oh. able to go around and like so res an entire okay. team, right. you you use it, you revive a person, and then it takes forever to come back. And then their ult is now called Berserk, which gives you actual flying power. Like you're not just like floating through the air. You just right. you fly around. And you have the super powered weapon, you're stronger, all this stuff. So she's gonna be more She's not going to be just a healer. She's mm -hmm. going to be a character that can actually engage in combat and well, utilize that more. There's more to it. It's actually not yeah. called Berserk. It's called Valkyrie. Uh, Which is oh, so much it. cooler. That's <laughs> oh, It's super cool. Um, it's a 30-second ultimate. Uh, you can... You can damage boost your entire team. You can heal your entire team at once, um, but you can only revive one person. Uh, you get damage boosted, and uh, like like Brett was saying, it's a super long cooldown, but it's a 30-second ult, so it goes on until you die. You have an unlimited clip of ammo, so you can keep shooting people. But if you're shooting, you're not healing, and if you're healing, you're not shooting, or if you're damage boosting, you're not doing anything. So it's meant to make her more of a full support character, not just a healer. I got you. Yes. Uh, but in the PTR, people are going crazy with their play of the game. Mercy is now, instead of reviving everyone, she revives one person and then murders everybody else. I, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think my favorite gif I've seen so far is um, Anna gives her the super dart and she just screams and goes Super Saiyan to like like Super Saiyan 3 and just charges it. You just see uh, Reinhardt just sitting down, starts crying, like, I wish I could do that. <laughs> So okay, basically what you're this. saying is they should rename her from Mercy to No Mercy. Yeah, yeah basically. That's a good one, man. Brett, you like that? Mercy. Like that? Yeah. That's the, like, you're one for a thousand, but that one was good. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, uh, man. Thanks. Yeah, that's it's a Debbie's very still cool not having this one. For There's a, a whole bunch of changes coming to Overwatch, too. They're, I love that they're still... They're so Blizzard, so list, they listen to their community so much. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's incredible. I don't know about Junkertown enough, but... I have heard it's pretty cool, but some Australians are a little uh, bit mad about uh, it. From, from what I saw of it so far, at least from what I've heard, and this could just be straight rumor mill, but uh, the Junker Town, it's going to be a Junkrat and um, Roadhog-themed escort mission. So I think a lot of really cool potential there, and 
um, those that's my boy, Roadhogs, my boy. So I'm looking very forward to that. You want to still play Overwatch right now? No, I still do. Okay, I play it on PC now. All I do is play PUBG. So <laughs> there's that. If you didn't know already, <laughs> if yeah, if you didn't know from the last seven podcasts where Austin talks about playing it. All right, well, what's next, though? What do we got? Yeah, so they also uh, changed competitive mode two months instead of three months, and there's some other things that are happening, so they rank you more accurately with your people. Nice. So that's kind of cool. And there's two new trailers out, May and Junkrat and Red Hawk. That May trailer was really good. That May trailer got you in the fields, man. That was good. I don't know why, where that came from. It was kind of like a sudden drop of trailer. But Both. it was a really good trailer. Yeah. Well, I guess I don't want to I mean, Junkertown makes sense because yeah. it's like a new map and stuff like that. But like the May one was just a here's a story thing. Right. But maybe they haven't. Have you, but did they have a May trailer before that? Mm-mm. Okay. This is the first time May had a trailer. Oh, it was cool. It was very cool. Um, Need for Speed, they uh, announced, they showed off cops. So this game now feels like more of a, a Hot Pursuit game, which is kind of cool. I'm glad that they did show that off and... Unfortunately, there's not a lot of new stuff to it. I mean, you have the EMPs, you have the spike strips, and instead of having a helicopter, they have some big, massive, brute SWAT truck thing that probably can like ram you so hard that you just blow up and die. That's that's basically that's what the police do. Yeah, but there there is there is a moment in the trailer where the guy is driving in his BMW backwards, and then he does this like skid to switch around going forward and like weaves in and out of like. 15 cop cars that are coming straight for him. And I was like, this is worse than Fast and Furious. Wow. <laughs> it's so intense. Um, but yeah, so they announced that stuff. So Need for Speed fans with Payback, more cops. And it looks interesting. All right, so next up, Destiny 2. We got some Destiny 2 happening. Dude. I think the I'm only the only one excited. excited. We can just say it. I'm, I'm excited. excited oh, okay, good. Yeah. Oh, so just Austin's the only naysayer. I'm gonna get it. <laughs> I'm actually gonna get it. Like <laughs> that's, I'm gonna I'm gonna get broccoli as a side, but I'm not gonna eat it. I'm not gonna I'm like it either. About it. So I have a question, I guys. Put cheese on that broccoli. I have a dilemma. They have the yes. four hundred and fifty dollar Destiny Two bundle. It's, oh oh oh! It's the PlayStation Four Pro oh, in white. Jesus Christ! I know. I was like, what? <laughs> What copy of Destiny costs four hundred and fifty dollars? The one that Bless comes you, with the PlayStation Four Pro. So it's okay. white, and it's a PlayStation Four Pro, and it comes with Destiny. Destiny, and 1? I want to play no Destiny Two. Oh, okay, why is it white? Why is it got to be? Because it's the light, the light of the white, white light. Yeah, light. I Destiny. guess I don't know, but it's white, and it looks cool, and I kind of want to buy it, but I don't know if I want to. I don't know. Like I want a PS Four Pro. My, my, for, like, you're better get visuals. that one. I'd say go for it, dude. I mean, if you're really wanting one, and do you have a 4K TV? I have one, the one that we're using here, but it's smaller than my TV in my living room, so it's kind of a weird dilemma. Do I want to downsize Dude, my just screen? Just get it. Yeah, just, just get fucking it. get it. I have a 1080. You know, TV you want them. you want the P you want the PS4 Pro. Yeah. Obviously, you've yeah, said yeah. that. Yeah. You've got the TV capabilities in order to play on 4K. Just get the fucking. <laughs> just get it with Destiny 2 on top. Just do it. Just do Stop it. being do a little it. bitch. Just do it. Shit or get off the pot. Well, let me just do it right now. Just yeah, fight. I'm not doing fight it live. right now. We're not doing it live. That'd be that's. I don't. We're I don't do those live. decisions. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll do it live. So Destiny Two, guys. It's it's a game that's coming out. Yeah. It's got they they revealed the exploration 
uh, a little bit, yeah. some trailers and stuff like that, where you can explore the world, get your adventures, go on quests. Right. If right. you haven't gone to youtube.com slash the inner gamer, you can check out our video yep. of Destiny 2 impressions from Charlie Smith. Charlie Smith, yeah. It's not impressions, awesome. that's what he's expecting from Destiny 2. Yeah. Okay. It's a video on Destiny 2. Go watch it. Yeah. It's a video on Destiny it'll, 2. It'll prep you for Destiny 2's launch. So Yeah. Might be over here in these recommended videos that you're looking at. Right here. I'm sorry, that's over here now. On my face. Wait, it's not on my face. Because we make it smaller. Put a link to it on his face. So, uh, Put it when you edit so, it. So, I mean, thoughts now. We've we've heard people talk about the open beta. We've heard people talk about the... I'm getting it, know, okay? Just, just, I'm not asking you. I'm asking everybody I'm else. just going to get it, all right? Yeah, yeah this this is obviously a day one buy. Um, I, obviously. I, yeah, I, fuck that. I have hey, way too many friends who are going to be playing this. This is this is a story I can get behind. Uh, if it's the if it's the gameplay that we were looking at by the end of the last DLC, then yeah, this game is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I, I think Destiny Two will be a a absolute hit uh, come launch day. We'll see. We'll we're we're going to have a whole podcast on just Destiny. We're just going to cover <laughs> it all. Are, just are so you, we're clear, guys, I'm still going to be a hunter. I don't give a fuck. Are you? Are you? Warlock for days. What systems are you guys all getting it on? PC. Round table. Well, PC. it depends. So if, oh, if we're all going to play together, if we're all going to play together, Devin, where are you going to get it? I'm getting it. I'll just go and say right now. I'm going <laughs> to... Don't fucking judge me. I am buying two copies for Xbox and for PS4. Okay. And then we'll for PC eventually. Yeah, well, well I, I might get it on PC, but... I, I think like I'm going cheap. to. Yeah, because yeah. I want to play it in 60 frames per second. I do, like too. Like, really bad. But if we all play together, I'll get a... But if I get a PS4 Pro, yeah. it's going to come with Ooh, Destiny I'm a too. PC owner. I have to play in 60 frames per second. I have to have a certain number of frames per second. I say that as I'm streaming from this awesome PC that I have. Master Race. Awesome. I know. Brett, what are you going to be? Probably... Bang bang, PS4 and then PC. No, or, I mean like what class are you gonna be? But yes. Oh oh, warlock man, that's my shit. Yeah. Warlock, warlock for days, son. Titan, hunter. Yeah, it's a good go. round team. Was it four yeah. round or team. five per strike strike team? I think it's still four. I don't remember what was it. Well, in? no, in strike teams it was three. Raids it was six. God dang it! Dang it! Now I don't. Well, look, we don't know. I I can't remember what they said about Destiny Two. I don't either. Changing that, so you get one wow. more. You guys are so good at this. I so don't know. Good. I know. <laughs> I wasn't happy with the announcement uh, uh, press event they had. Oh, but I'm still getting it. So I think it looks cool. I mean, there's there's a lot of things <laughs> that are doing right with this. I mean, the gameplay is still the gameplay. The you actually have a map when you're exploring the world. It's kind of cool. Thank you know? fucking Christ. You got, you got stories that come with. You don't have fetch quests that have <laughs> no story that say. Go get me 10 things, and then that's it. Go shoot Wait, 10 of these in the did head. Did they finally uh, burn Grimoire cards to the ground? Because yes. I really hate those things. They are gone. They're a Here, story Here's a game. cool card that you can only look at in your computers. Yeah. So trash. Here's really cool story Exciting, bits. Though. Go read about it, nerd. Oh, yeah. If you want to see I us like burn our Grimoire cards, you can go. <laughs> Whatever. Apparently, they said they have like actual story beats inside the world, which is kind of cool. So that's pretty good. All right, next. Battlefield 1. Yeah. Um. What, I, what is this guy doing? Over He's here? messing with his dog. dog. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. All right. So Battlefield okay. One. Uh, they wow. brought up the trailer. Heard that name in forever. I know, right? Uh, yeah. Name of the Czar, map pack, new mode called Incursion Mode, and people are talking a lot about this. Really? I'm not. Cool. Yeah. Moving on. Five v five, small, intimate 
battles. It's here. It's happening. Yeah, I, I'm da- I dig that. I dig that. The Crew 2 was dated for March 16th. It has boats, planes, cars, off-road racing in an open world setting. I don't care. It looks very... Um, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to. I'm struggling yeah. to care about the crew too. Yeah, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've, I've never. For those racers fans out there, I am excited for yes. this game. I thought the first one didn't do a very good job. I feel like this is steep with cars and racing and not winter, and I like that because steep was a good game, and I think the crew too will be a good game. So for all those naysayers that exist in the world, I am. I actually to tell you that I have this to, be a good game. I do have to admit something. I, on one of my random playlists I was watching about uh like just one of my favorite streamers from IGN UK, they did a Me? um uh what? I'm just kidding. They did uh someone played a let's play of steep and I just yeah. watched it just just because yeah. I thought it was it. I was like, okay, that actually looks like a pretty damn fun game. It's good. I gotta admit. It's good. It's, it's a blast. I still have it on my console for whenever I just want to jump in and do some snowboarding and just chill out on a mountain. Whenever cool. you feel like it's it. good. Cool. Um, so next up, we got uh, QuakeCon, guys. We actually went to QuakeCon 2017. It was here in Grapevine, Texas. Basically, it's the biggest LAN party in the United States. Massive. Tons of PCs there. Tons of stuff happening. It's ridiculous. New location this year. They funneled everything into one big room. So you had like the LAN party stuff going on, and then you had... In the same set, in the same room, on the other side of the room, you had the competitive matches that were happening with Quake Champions, and then you had a couple of people that were showing their games, like yeah. five, maybe. Well, they they had the new Colossus, Evil Within Two, uh, the uh, Bethesda oh, what's game? games. Yeah. Uh, they had Dark- uh, Dishonored Two. Thank you. The DLC. Death of the Outsider. Yeah, that's something it. That's I it. think. Yeah. Um, and they had all the VRs there. And they had all the VRs there, which I was surprised how small the VR section was this year. Like, they just had a little corner yeah. that had three little rooms Remember that you E3? could play VR. They had, like, eight. There was no ten. lines this year, hardly at all. Yeah, there's no It lines. was insane. This is the smallest QuakeCon I think I've been to. Yeah. And we've been to two other ones. So. Like, I was going to play Wolfenstein at E3, means. and I jumped into a line, and I was like, this line is way too long. They're going to have it at QuakeCon. And then I walk into QuakeCon and I walk up to a computer and I start playing QuakeCon or start playing Wolfenstein. <laughs> no wait, nothing. No wait. Just waltzed right on up. Just walked right up to the computer. Did you shove another nerd out of the way? Get out of my way, nerd. No. Press pass. No. Press pass. Press pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that press pass doesn't do a whole lot at QuakeCon. <laughs> yeah. I does. wish you could have a press pass for just life. Like, I know. Sir, you have to wait in line to go to the restroom. Uh, press pass. Press, press pass. pass. <laughs> press pass. Press pass. Press pass. Um, someone takes it. Oh, that's <laughs> that's that's yeah. Uh, Wolfenstein. We played it. Me and Great. Austin. Amazing. I cannot wait for this game. If you love the other ones, it's like times ten. It seems like characters are great. Dialogue is great. Who wants to shoot sci-fi Nazis? Oh, There's nothing more gratifying than shooting Nazis in a video game. I mean, but then this is shooting Nazis in a video game in a wheelchair. Yeah, true. So you're even more <laughs> of a badass because you're in a wheelchair, disabled, shooting Nazis. And you're kicking ass, killing Nazis. Yep. Yeah. It's great. And they're like making fun of you, these Only good Nazi, Nazis people, are dead Nazis. And it makes you want to kill them even more. I mean, it's, so te- it's so technically topical, too. Yeah. And it actually comes around. <laughs> yes. People are still going to be like thinking about that. They're like, man, I wish I could kill some Nazis. Wish I could hurt some people. And then boom. 
Wolfenstein. What, you what can this do is, it. This is all a PR <laughs> event put on by Bethesda. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. Yeah. No, I can't say but that. That's ga- pretty, gameplay that's is really strange. solid in this game. They still have the old, like, you go around, pick up your armor, pick up your health, uh, pick up your weapons and stuff like that. That's all there. for pussies, man. I know, right? And uh, it's 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 fun. It's fun. Very smooth. Very clean. Uh, um, I love it, dude. Can't wait, man. It's gonna be. A it's gonna be a blast. Game. It really is gonna be a lot of fun. Who played Evil Within two? Anybody? Or I Evil Within just I, I the didn't, first one. Well, I played the first uh, one a little I, bit. I got an hour in on Evil Within. I was not keen on it. Right. Same. I it was didn't not run well when it first came out. Um, I, that's why well, I stopped playing it. I think, yeah. I think the part that I was just so frustrated with is how much they tried to push the stealth mechanic of hiding in places. But I felt like no matter what I was doing, it was like no matter where I went, if I was like in a locker or in like it's a cut. Oh, it didn't. It did. Dude walked right on over. It's like, oh, there you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Like, God, like, I'm OK with the game being hard, but don't be unfair about it. Like, right. right. If I know for a fact that I broke line of sight, went around really quickly, snuck in there, got in that locker, you ain't finding me in here. Anyways, <laughs> coffee break. So what I didn't know is that the guy who created, if I'm not wrong, the first Resident Evil actually created this one. Mm. So I, I'm pretty sure he created the series, and playing this one felt very much like Resident Evil 7 mixed in with Resident Evil 1, where you're like in Raccoon City and stuff like that. Except you're more in like this... I, I It seems like you're in this bubble of craziness and like the world around you is being torn apart, like the actual ground in the city. So you have like the city that's like two miles up in the air, upside down, angled at you, and you're in this one part and you're like, I gotta fucking hurry before the, for everything is just obliterated, which is kind of like uh, Silent Hill. Mm, yeah. In a way. So... It's really cool. I liked it. Um, if you like scary games, this seems much more refined. Yeah. Mainstream. So nice. hopefully I was going to play it, but then they told me it was a 40 minute demo. It was great. And the 40 minutes had just started for the people in front oh. of me. And I did not want to wait in another three hours 40 of minutes. traffic. Oh, so mm. I, I decided not to play it. But right. it's I mean, I should have. I'm, I'm pumped about the game. I think it this this one might be worth picking up. Um, Dishonored 2, Death of the Outsider looks good. Nice. So. Nice. And then um, we also have uh, the VR games, Fallout 4, Skyrim, and Doom. They've been dated. Skyrim VR comes out November 17th for PSVR. We have Doom VR coming out on Vive and PSVR December 1st. And Fallout 4 VR comes out December 12th and will all, only be playable on Vive. All December 20, all in 2017. Yeah, all in 2017. Coming out soon, finally. Wow. I didn't get to play any VRs, so I don't know how good they are. I just assume. Well, I'm just going to get them because I love all those games. So, Of course you will. Of course you will. Um, be nice and uh, be, a, be a nice experience when you're walking through in Fallout 4, and then when a mole rat jumps out of the ground, you shit your pants. Dude, the ghouls, dude, that's where it's at. Yeah. Because in the demo, they have ghouls come at you. Oh, dude, they're like six and a half feet tall. I'm just like, oh, God. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> the reload, you're like, ah. It's just a little it's immersive. Crazy. Just a little bit. It's no. pretty surreal. Just, just nice. a slight bit. I'm in. Um, there is another game there that I played that wasn't a Bethesda game called At Sundown. It's a couch co-op four-player game. And you're in this top-down arena area. And everybody spawns in and you can't see them. They're invisible. And you move around the map. And then whenever you shoot, you shoot out color of bullets 
and it creates like illuminated light and then it reveals yourself to the players around you. So it's an interesting gameplay mechanic for a four player co-op game. And I was really, really intrigued by it. I played it for about, eh, I'd say like it was two or three rounds. So there's about 10, 15 minutes of time. And I tried to inquire if it was coming for the switch. I did not get a straight answer, but I didn't get a no either. It was a, I can't say it won't, but I can't say it will. <laughs> so basically, it's coming out for the Switch, probably, yeah, but we don't really know because they haven't announced what console it's coming for yet. That'd be all coy. Oh, the Switch, maybe, maybe so. I don't know, but uh, it's a really neat game. Cool gameplay mechanics. There's some maps where there's like lightning that flashes that illuminates people on the side of the map, or um, like a light will flicker which shows people that are traveling through. So the only way you know how to shoot somebody is obviously seeing them. So you could like traverse around the entire map, be completely hidden and then see a color flash up right next to you and just be standing in a corner and then shoot and pop the guy as he like walks past you. But it's but how do you know where you are? You, you can uh. you can tell based on you have to know where you start. So when you start, they show a flash of color of where each player starts. Okay. And then after that, it's up to you to kind of navigate. That's bonkers. So Anyways. you can see, like, if you start going to the right edge of the screen and everybody else is on the left edge, you'll see the camera zoom out away from it oh. because, you know, it's expanding that okay. same screen outward. Right. So you kind of have an idea of where you are, but not really. Um, I see that. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. It's a cool game. It's very, very visual. Um, lots of good colors and, st and atmospheric and stuff like that. So right, I'm excited to see right. more from this. It's a great idea. I, I want to play it. Yeah. Um, I think that's all we got. That's it. We can. Oh man, that was <laughs> that sorry. was some anger right there. That was just like screw this. You hit yourself with the papers. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have any papers, Brett. You need to send me the papers and print them. You could have mailed them to him, Brett. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. I, I was stupid. You know. Mail. You know what? I actually, I actually did mail them, but the United States Postal Service did not get them to you in time. So, uh, Sue. sorry. What's in the mail? Is there like, is there like a hurricane or something? Like, why, why can I get it, bro? Why didn't I? Too get soon, it? bro. Way I mean, too soon. There is a hurricane. <laughs> It's crazy, dude. It's happening. Um, Sounds like you guys it, had a lot of right? fun, though. Yeah, no, it was, it was pretty cool. We weren't there for as much as we wanted to be, but it was it was neat to check it out. And there was a lot of badass rigs there. A lot of people playing PUBG. A lot of people playing Overwatch. Ah, um, PUBG. Rocket League. People were still playing that. I was like, wow, it's amazing. <laughs> like, who are these people playing Rocket League? I've ascended again. Yeah. So pretty awesome. Nice. <laughs> check it out. If you guys have any things that you want to talk about related to Gamescom, let us know in the comments below or hit us up through hello at thegamer.net through our email there. and type it out. We'll chat about it. And if you're listening to this, make sure to go over to youtube.com and check out this video that comes up every Thursday. I'm sorry you have to look at my face. Yeah. So if you want to or, see our beautiful mug. <laughs> you're telling me, man, I'm a little pip. Like I... I don't know what it could be this week. I might be like a little square like this or the full square. Oh, the I'm whole gonna be, thing. I'm going to be right here, I think. I'm sitting in that chair. I'm right here. You're right there. That's awesome. Yeah. That chair. Oh, yeah. I should just tape my face onto that chair. Yeah. I think we will next time. You're listening to The Inner Gamer. Looking oh, okay. forward ahead. to next week. Let's talk about video game releases on podcasts. <laughs>
No, I think that's perfect. That's that good. Needs Keep to it be going. There. It needs to be done. Keep uh, it going. Let's all right, guys. There. Next week, August 31st, we have Life is Strange Before the Storm on yeah. PS4, Xbox One, and PC. This is a new game, Life is Strange, a prequel to the previous Life is Strange, not made by Don't Not Entertainment. It's a three-part standalone story adventure set three years before the first game with Chloe Price as the protagonist. She's a rebel who forms an unlikely friendship with Rachel Amber in this dramatic new story. Mm. Life is Strange is already pretty damn heavy, so mm-hmm. going back in time is just going to be, I think, even heavier. You know, it's crazy. Mm. They don't have the going back in time feature in this game. <gasps> what? So we're going back in time, but not in the gameplay. Oh, man. Mind, mind blown. Mind blown. It's crazy. No. Just no. September 5th, NAC 2 for PS4. Two. You guys remember NAC, NAC 1 when it came out? Hard as a uh, PS4 of course I remember game? NAC 1. Did you play it? Yeah. It's terrible, but That's... it's awesome. <laughs> I, I, it was like an N64 game on PS4. It was just so random. But oh, NAC that's 2, funny. Yeah, oh, man. NAC 2 looks so funny. So NAC 2 is a return of the PS4 launch platform. In this game, you have over 20 move sets, engaging puzzles, and size shifting abilities, as well as um, other fun things. And it has <laughs> two-player co-op As well as other, other things stuff in that it. Exists. This game's it's not going to be fun. So fun fact, this game... Was well, the first neck and now this one was designed and created by Mark Cerny, the lead technical designer over at Sony. Wow, so this is his baby. Oh, I think dang. the only reason why this game exists is because <laughs> Mark baby. Cerny is a big wig. <laughs> that's, nice, that's actually kind of funny. Hey, that's, that's how you that's get pretty keep funny. these games alive, I guess. So that's all we got, all we have, you know. I, I would wow. say that Destiny 2 is coming out, but it doesn't come out until the day after our next podcast. So we'll talk about it. We'll talk on about the next then. podcast. Yeah. Tease it then. Yeah. Oh, Tease it then. Just sure. a tip. Any of you guys Destiny playing these 2. games before Destiny 2, like uh, Life is Strange or. Uh, what are you guys I'm going to save Life is Strange for a moment when I know that my emotional stability will be able to handle it. Basically, when your life is not strange. I don't like what you, I don't like what you <laughs> just did. I don't like it. I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> Every, everyone's shaking their head. Just say Pickle Rick. Just pickle Rick! Pickle, pickle Rick. <laughs> no, I, I will honestly be probably preparing um, for Destiny. I might go just play a little bit of Destiny 1 just to get back into the groove of things. So, Man. Cool. I'll That's just, weird. you know, just hop onto my, some yeah. of my old characters yeah. and, you know, yeah. warm back up, man. Right. Got to get that last word out and remember how to fan that hammer. Yeah. And then, uh, then throw all of it away. All and of then throw loop. all of it away. Yeah, because everything's changed. Everything's changed. Austin, Absolutely what are you going to be playing? Uh, I want to finish up some, uh, what you call it? Um, Uncharted? Yeah, Uncharted. Nice. nice. I think I, think I want to finish. It's so good. It's so yeah. good. And then, of course, PUBG. I think I'm going to finish Uncharted. I'm also going to finish Life is Strange. And that's probably all the time I'll have for this week. Nice. But we'll see. Louise, what are you going to be playing? Uh, Echo Austin. I'm going to finish uh, Lost Legacy. And I'm playing PUBG in actually a few minutes here. My friend just got his PC back Ooh. from his home. So he's going to be playing PUBG with me. Badass. All about it. And then I'll probably play some speedrunners because I don't know why I'm looking for really fast side-scrolling platformers. Is it, so wait, is it single player? No, it's multiplayer. I mean, it's multiplayer, it's but are you multi, playing multiplayer? It's awesome. Are you huh? playing a multiplayer? Yeah, you, you can play online multiplayer. Okay. okay. It's so hard, dude. It's so hard, but it's so hard. I am going to check that out, too. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe one day when he has on the Switch. All right. That wraps up our show this week. Be sure and check us out next Tuesday for more from your favorite video game podcast, because obviously we're your favorite. 
Visit TheInnerGamer.net for our latest episodes, blogs, videos, and social channels. If you like what you hear, please leave a review for us on iTunes or tell a friend. We also have a Patreon, which is a way for you, our listeners, to donate the cause in order to bring you all the great content you want to see and hear. Uh, plus, if you do support us on Patreon, you'll be able to get some great rewards waiting for you, such as being a guest on the podcast, uh, joining us to play some video games online, uh, some signed t-shirts, playing D&D with us. you got all kinds of fun stuff that we can do for you. So please head over to theinnergamer.net and click donate to the truth. And that's all the time we have today. I don't know why it ended so like so soft, soft radio, rock radio hour. What's, 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 your, what's your name? My name's Devin Dury. I'm Austin Browse. I'm Brayden Hosky. And I'm Luis Gonzalez. And you've been listening to The Thrones tonight. Oh my god. What? Game of Thrones finale tonight, bro. We 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 Here's, here, here would be my summation of playing D&D with them. They forgot the rules again, and then they bitched about what happened. What do you mean we forgot the rules again? It's okay. I didn't forget shit. I Travis forgot half of his class powers. Well, that's true. That's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> All right. We Go. We'll start in three, two, one. Podcast. <laughs> three, two, one. Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to. That's not even fucking close to our theme song. What is this? This is horseshit. One of these days, we should just change the welcome to the inner gamer to someone going, Welcome to the inner gamer. Welcome to the inner gamer. That's kind of Welcome to the inner gamer. Why does he sound like Don Knotts? Welcome to the inner gamer. All right. I said you'd like it. Sorry, video game releases. Here we go. We're going to start in three, two, one. Podcast. (laughs) Podcast. What have I started? Oh, that's amazing.